Hello and welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes-Sharini, your host. And today I'm going to be talking about change and how we all respond to it. Um, and I'm going to share some of my personal story about just going through massive change and my response to it and just how I decided to do this particular episode because it's a universal thing for all of us. You know, they they say there's, um forgot what the quote is, something about you're not guaranteed anything in life except for uh, death and taxes, but you also get change. And um, I guess death is probably the ultimate change, uh, just like birth is if you adhere to the idea that we do get born again and reincarnate. So it's pretty shocking on the way in. Um, and I suppose for some, uh, pretty scary on the way out. But others, I think if you see the big picture, it's not as scary. Anyway, um, I'm going to share a little bit of my personal story with you first, uh, just because I'll probably be doing another episode on that when I wrap my, my head around uh, everything that uh, happened. So in my own life, this summer has been uh, awful. And um, so choosing, choosing to see things in uh, a different light takes work. Choosing to see change as opportunity takes light. And it does take time to make that shift from feeling like a victim, feeling overwhelmed and overcome, to taking um, taking time and, and taking a breath and looking for any hidden gems that are in in the gift of change. And I, of course, say that a little sarcastically because those of you listening, I'm sure you've had change happen that at the time was not a good thing. So, and, and I've had you know, you've probably heard me talk, or if you follow me, maybe you heard me interview uh, about change in, in my life previously that at the time was pretty devastating. But once past it, looking back and saying it was necessary, and it was actually a very good thing to happen. Um, now there's other changes that happen for all of us that we don't anticipate, we don't obviously think we want, uh, but they're just going to happen. They're just going to happen. And then we have, uh, you know, friends and family who will say things like, you know, on some stuff, oh, it's for the best, or don't worry, you'll find something better, or, or you're, you're going to move in a great new direction. And, and you know, we have faith in you or whatever. And the thing is, we need to get there ourselves, just like any other change that we want to make. We have to make that choice ourselves, and we have to find that space and that time 
and that motivation to see things in perspective in order to move through, move through. So my personal story, and I won't go too much into it here, I mean, in my own life's events, uh, is in June, I quite unexpectedly, of course, I do believe these things happen unexpectedly to people, they don't plan on them, uh, quite unexpectedly had a, um, I still don't even know, like quite exactly, uh, but a brain hemorrhage, and it turned out that I had some issue that basically the doctor said when I got to the emergency room that I was a walking time bomb and that it was a good thing I even made it to the emergency room. Most people don't. And that was the beginning of a month-long stay in the hospital with two procedures, um, one that left me blind in this eye and the other where they cut open my skull and went in to uh, fix uh, the risk of, of um, death and also the risk of future hemorrhaging. And so, yeah, that was actually, you know, it was pretty traumatic, but I was laying in a hospital bed pretty, you know, well drugged up and ironically, despite being a pincushion and the pain and the you know physical and emotional trauma, it wasn't until getting home, them saying, okay, you're healed. And I had, you know, the step out where being in the rehab hospital a little while and then people watching after me at home um, and then moving on that I start recognizing the change from before it happened to after. Let me add to this uh, event that while in the hospital, pause. Okay, I had to take like a little pause to breathe because I'm Still, still on the edge of tears every time I talk about it. So it's, you know, I don't know, you bring it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Anyway, while I was in the hospital, my dear dad passed away. Now, it's not unexpected. He was 98, had a great life, but he was a huge part of my life. I would go down to where he lives about three hours away once a month and spend um you know probably about half my time with him and um ever since my mom passed in 2019 and like if it wasn't bad enough i'm like laying there in the hospital that i get this news and um so i get home and begin to try to start being normal again, move back into my life. And so my changes are not having him, um, 
So there's like that change. It's not like, okay, you can go back to your normal routine. There was, you know, I used to call him every day. Nope, not visit him every month. Nope, not. Um, also with the blindness in one eye, I'm not driving. And I live in Washington, D.C. This is helpful. But I have responsibilities, relationships, and um, re you know things that I need to do beyond the city that I would drive to. Um, I'm also an artist, um, plain air painter. So that's off the list. I also teach plain air painting. So that's all. I got to drive to a destination, carry my stuff. Um, limitations on being able to see what I'm doing, reading, uh, and also needing to ask for help. That's a tough one for some of us. And so I've, where I'm going with this is like, wow massive change and facing that things aren't going back to normal so you know what do I do with that cry yeah a lot of crying but how I handle that how we handle change especially change that is we will call it negative, how we handle that change and how we eventually, you know, see it, but also how we respond to it. What I did discover in myself, despite being a life coach, hypnotherapist, and having all the tools myself to help others, what's well, obviously is having a hard time. I would be my ideal client right now. <laughs> and, um, and so I had to learn to give myself the same shift in, in thinking and the same support. Um, but also, you know, they do say something about, you know, you, 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 even a doctor needs a doctor. So um, recognizing and forgiving that I'm not, you know, superwoman, that um, things Sometimes we all need help and th things aren't always going to be that easy to just go, oh, okay, we're good. Um, so my response, immediate response to these changes in my own life, there was some denial. Uh, I think they even put that in my discharge papers that I was in denial of how serious that my circumstance was and I probably was hey it's easy to do when you're wired up to drugs I'm like I'm good right um and uh so so denial and, and then there's that you know anger it's it's the stages of grief and I I did another episode on the stages of grief so I am going through the stages of grief in way more ways than one right? Grief over my dad, of course, grief over my lifestyle change, grief over the lifestyle change and my, you know, physical, you know, abilities. Um, and there's a sense of grief over 
like me, you know, like me. Like me has two working eyes and a dad. And me can get in her car and drive anytime she wants. Um, you know, but, you know, then I have to think, okay, who's the new me and how's this new me going to respond? Is the new me going to give myself more time? Is the new me going to maybe stop taking on as much as the old me? The new me will find a way, whatever. The new me will uh, be okay working around to giving some things up and um, just adapting, acknowledging that taxes, death, and change uh, are just things that are going to be happening. So you, let's kind of reflect. I know you're not sitting across from me in person, but when have you faced change and how have you responded? So some of the things you need to acknowledge is that change, even good change, like getting married, buying a house, getting a new job, even good change creates uh, a little bit of a vacuum sometimes. There's the, wow, this is awesome. This is great. This is better than the old thing with good change. But your mind, your nature will notice that, you know, your subconscious mind will say, this is not normal. This doesn't feel right because it's different. So even good change creates something different to respond to, something that you need to take your time, sit with, and decide how the new you with this new change can be happy, be comfortable. So for example, a lot of times people that lose weight, they've wanted to lose weight, and they actually do lose weight. And in their new weight, they feel uncomfortable even though that's the body and the health that they've been asking for, sometimes when they achieve it, it doesn't feel like them because their subconscious mind is used to being heavy. Whatever, whatever benefit that brought the person is lost. There's always some underlying benefit, even to things that seem like they would not be beneficial. So look at yourself. How have you even responded to good things and change? And did you find resistance? Maybe even a little underlying anger that you didn't know where it was coming from. It's much easier to understand and recognize anger, denial, frustration, when there's change that things are taken away. Like I've experienced this summer where things you know, your your old good things are kind of missing all of a sudden and um, and to adapt and to, you know, respond to the messages and the people around you who are hoping that you'll feel better with their words. And, but when your inside feeling is like, well, yeah, thanks, but give me, give me a, Give me a little while until I, I feel like that's a great thing to say, you know. Um, 
So I think there's a message there for everyone as well. If you have a friend going through a trauma or a difficulty or a loss, sometimes the best thing to say is not, oh, it's going to be okay, or it's all all right, because there will be a pushback against those statements because they're not there yet. The best thing you can do is to acknowledge their feelings. You know, instead of basically when you say it's okay, you're denying their experience. And there's nothing that somebody who isn't feeling good or upset um, responds badly to more, I think, than someone saying, oh, stop crying, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, even grownups, you know, it's like telling a baby who's hungry, oh, stop crying, you're not hungry. Um, It's a almost visceral thing, it's subconscious, it's something that person needs to bring to consciousness, needs to physically and emotionally work through and come up to that level of awareness for themselves. And, uh, and I'm hoping that this conversation will be a useful one, either for yourself, or for you as a friend or family member, to recognize that change happens and we all respond differently to it and i was just uh sharing my story and by the way if you noticed me missing for a few months that's where i've been um and i'm still going through it i'm still working through these bits and pieces um it's it's only been a few weeks and so i have not acclimated to uh especially the not driving part or that sense of independence i haven't acclimated to the again the the site i think once i got out of the hospital and and, you know being back to quote unquote normal i realized how limiting that is and maybe it'd be different i've been googling you know and youtubing a lot of people were you know born with uh you know eyesight and only one eye or since they were children and even they talk about the limitations but for this sudden change it um it's quite different and and certainly the similar thing i mean probably i i think even more um i i can't think of the right word that's another thing i'm having the the cognitive the words and and uh things are uh, working their way back from brain surgery um but even, you know, say somebody loses a limb, you know, I would think it is even worse in a way that to relearn, to, to all have all those things. So yeah, there's, and I'll start feeling sorry for myself and try to talk myself out of it. Like, well, that's worse, or that's worse, or that's worse. I guess it helps a little, but just the same. Um, Anyway, so that those were the highlights of my not great summer. And there's other stuff too. And I, this is not a complete woe is me uh, episode, but I wanted to share. I get it. I get the woe is me, the what just happened. I don't like this change. And there's nothing I can 
do about unchanging it. The only thing I have power over is how I respond, how I choose to view it, where I can, as time goes on, it gets easier, see any benefits to this, uh, I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm working on what are the benefits of this? How does this make me a better person? I, you know, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, this, you not usually, this quite often would have killed somebody. Uh, it didn't kill me. Therefore, I must be stronger. And I'm very lucky that I'm even here sitting and talking, that I can talk. I mean, this was one of those things where it could have been a quite different uh, outcome. So, so having gratitude, that's one of my choices. Gratitude that my outcome was as good as it is. Not dead. Um, this is quite disturbing and limiting. Um, I can walk and talk. Uh, and that the whole walking thing without bouncing off the walls that that took a while and every day I have my little woo-woos but uh, if you ever see me walking down the street and I look drunk no it's it's I'm just having a little relapse here it's, it's my it's my perception but uh, yeah anyway thanks for being here I hope by sharing a little bit of my own experience and my current journey with this whole thing, that this helps you recognize that we all have choices. And I am looking at my choices now. And every time I start to go down, I, I let myself cry. That's okay. That's needed. But I don't stay there. And I recognize that that is not the place to stay. The place to move into is when I can tell myself it's going to be okay. And I tell myself, we're moving forward now. That was then, and this is now. We're moving forward now, okay? And uh, tell, my, you know, tell myself what I know I need to hear in any one time, and that change is inevitable and let's just get on with it. Move forward and find the positive way to choose to feel in any one moment. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you next time. I am actually going to um, be getting around to recording an episode that's on the more metaphysical side of all this perhaps very interesting um, experience I had while in the hospital after my sudden vision loss. Uh, uh, there were, there was a lot to see in that room, people moving around. It was like watching TV and, um, and I, I did discover that there's actually, uh, I don't know if I want to call it a syndrome that can happen after sudden vision loss, and it has a name, but stay tuned. I'll tell you all about that, what I saw in my mind's eye, and uh, 
Um, yeah, just more on that. Bye. Have a great day.